0: Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 46 Through the Portal of Time. (laughs) That one is.
1: uh, Where is that from?
0: Yeah, so that one is Beastmaster (laughs) 2. Beastmaster? Yeah. I I I love Beastmaster. I did not. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, glad you could join <laughs> us again. I'm Corey Draper. With me, as always, are my fellow beasts, Colin Harmon. I'm that one. And Wes Allen. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> Let's get nuts. N- Let's get nuts? Yeah, us get nuts. Nuck and futz. I am very <laughs> excited for this episode because we have a very special guest. Uh, it's a guy who has a podcast that I listen to daily, and uh, I'm very excited to have him on because he does not run a pop culture podcast or an 80s and 90s po- podcast but he runs a fantasy football podcast and the amount of 80s and 90s references that this guy drops are amazing <laughs> and I just felt like I had to have him on his podcast because I know he'd know a lot Mike Wright or Mike the fantasy hitman Wright as Ooh. he's known on his podcast Mike how's it going oh it's going well I was going to correct you <laughs> I am
2: technically on a fantasy football show but I, I try. I make it a, a pop culture show <laughs> the best boy. that I can.
0: Yes, and I appreciate you for it. It makes uh, it makes things a lot more entertaining. And I must say, the, the best compliment someone can give me for this podcast is like, hey, I didn't even grow up in that era, but I still listen to your podcast because it's entertaining. My wife told me to tell you that she loves listening to your show, and she doesn't even play fantasy football.
2: <laughs> oh, <So, laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. You know, Thank you so much. That's I appreciate high, p- That's
0: it.
1: high praise right there. Yeah, good. so uh,
0: Mike is on the show with his his uh, friends, Andy and, and Jason, and I recommend checking it out if you guys just appreciate good podcasts, but also if you play fantasy football. They've helped me a lot, helped me win a title, so uh, <laughs> very appreciative of them. So, Mike, thanks so much for joining us. I'm very excited to have you. Um, we Kind of when we have guests on, we like to ask certain questions to get just get to know you a little bit. So I want to ask you, what year were you born in?
2: I was born in – wait, are – are people trying to steal my information? Are you trying <laughs> yeah. to get my identity? No, we'll, no, no. We'll no your happened? credit card
1: is next. Your credit card's next. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get Last ahead. Last
0: four of your social, please? Yeah. <laughs> Mother's maiden name, please.
1: Uh, it, I was born in 1983.
0: 83, okay. okay. All
1: right. It's one more than me.
0: So you're right there in that era. We have uh, some 84s and an 85 in here. Yeah. So uh, where, where did you grow up? I know you guys record in Arizona. Have you been in that area your whole life? I have. I've been in
2: Arizona... It, essentially my entire life except for about a year or two i lived in california but born and raised here until up until my early adult life
0: that's great so we have another west coaster here colin over here was uh california yeah.
1: guy yep yeah best coast that's right been. i'll get back over there one day yeah it's a possibility.
0: Debatable on the best thing. So, <laughs> oh, uh, it, it is not. It's not debatable. Yeah, no one's East debating Coast that. Bias. Yeah, <laughs> no really one is debating ridiculous. that. Uh, yeah. South is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. This, well, this you, is, you is, have whatever. to admit that you're in the worst part. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. i get it. We're gonna revive the East Coast West Coast rivalry, <laughs> right? It is right. not hot, Atlanta at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah not right. now So, okay, so you were in, in Arizona, born in the early '80s. So what what was life like for you? I mean, clearly, it's clear to me that you grew up consuming a lot of uh, pop culture things, video games, TVs, movies. Were you, were you just an all consumer of those things, or were you just specifically one way or another? Uh, I was a
2: uh, an NES guy, my yeah. boy, I suppose. It wasn't really a, a man <laughs> back then, big boy. Uh, but that was the that was the big one for me. It was People ask, you know, what's, what's the best Christmas present you got as a kid? It was definitely my NES. It, it shaped and changed the trajectory of my life drastically. And <laughs> I have I just so many of my uh, my most fond memories are I, I, I grew up in a basement, which <laughs> if you know anything about Phoenix, like Arizona, en- like Arizona. Against your will?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, no, but my point is homes in Phoenix, Arizona do not have basements. Yeah, that is oh, true. Yeah. That's true, yeah like they do they do not uh, my my parents home is the only house i think i can recall in arizona i've seen that has a basement yeah that might have, so been, it a dungeon.
1: That might have been a dungeon for sure <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it was great i mean just growing up in my room down there with my uh my how probably like a 18 inch television sitting three feet away from it <laughs> nice. and just and just smashing out nes games all the way up through I mean, uh, growing up there, I was NES all the way through the PlayStation One era, and Man. video games were—that was my jam. That was that was uh, you know the main point of emphasis of my life. My friends, my lifelong friends uh, from high school, we would go to school, just pick which house are we going to, and we'd go play <laughs> games. So, that's, so great. that's that's what I did. We nerded out big time. Now, so, did
3: you go from like? Nintendo to Super Nintendo, or did you go Nintendo Genesis and all? So I
2: I went reluctantly to the Genesis. So what happened was I had uh, <laughs> I had the NES, and then I got uh, I I baited the parents into getting me a Game Gear because <laughs> I at that time was not very fond of the family trips and. Oh, yeah. And my dad, my dad's a pastor, and he had booked some speaking engagements in Australia. And I don't know if you know this, but it takes about 16 freaking hours (laughs) to uh, fly to Australia. That's a long drive. (laughs) (laughs) So, through a combination of my allowance and guilt tripping them, I was able to get a Game Gear. Anyways, I tell you that backstory because uh, flash forward to a Christmas or two from there, and uh, I'm at. I'm at the Extended Family Christmas. My uncle, who I rarely see, came down from Minnesota. And I open it up, and it's Sonic 2 for the Sega Genesis. I don't oh. have a Sega Genesis. Oh. I have a game here. And this is Christmas. So <laughs> well, I look at my get mom, the Genesis, and I'm like, I'm like, holy crap, you guys are getting me a Sega Genesis. <laughs> so my parents have to... like. Realize either they're going to uh, break the heart of their son on Christmas Day, <laughs> or do the right thing and do a makeup buy and take their <laughs> son to Target and pick up a Sega Genesis. Wow! So, Great. so that's how I lucked into, or I mean, depending on where your uh, your opinion is, because the in in my opinion, the Super Nintendo, which I played a crap ton, that's the best system of all time. I agree. So I agree. I made I either lucked into a Sega or didn't luck. Or lucked out of a Super Nintendo, depending on your <laughs> uh, your position.
0: Well, yeah, that that position is. I think I think we have differing opinions on in the studio about that because yeah. I, I, really? I was a Sega I was a guy all the way. Yeah, I was a Sega guy. Too. Yeah, uh,
1: Super NES forever. I'd still play it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was so into the Sega Genesis that the Saturn was the one I wanted to go to, and this is while the N sixty four was available. Yes, uh. mistakes were made, but and I didn't even I didn't even put it together as a kid that the reason like what why the saturn came with three free games It's like clearly <laughs> they were desperate to get people like me to buy their system and i i bought it and it was yeah mistakes were made for sure uh, so then what I-, I have to ask you then so we might have to just go by system by system what was your <laughs> all-time favorite nes game oh
2: man the all-time favorites nes game that is a difficult question uh See off the top of my head, uh, there's there's a few games coming to mind, uh, but I'm gonna go with a game that kind of has a a funny story attached to it. Uh, I loved. Oh, do Star Trop- I, I loved Star Tropics. Uh, yeah. which I, I don't know if you guys played that one. I but, did not play that one. Well, you you gotta you gotta go pick up a classic NES. I okay, think it's on. I think it's
1: on there. Wasn't that kind uh, of like a Zelda-like game? I feel like yes. I've heard of it.
2: Yeah, it was it was a hodgepodge of the levels of where Zelda esque, yeah. and you know is a dungeon system where you're you're collecting items, but then the the overworld map you looked like Final Fantasy where you're this tiny little sprite just moving around the map. <laughs> but anyways, so there was a it, well, the, the story would be much funnier if you knew the context of the level, <laughs> but I'm gonna push on anyways. Go for it. There was a level where you are collecting a crystal ball, a magic crystal ball, a, because one of the characters said, oh, I lost it in a pool of water. So I am tiny me, not fully comprehending exactly what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I think I'm supposed to find it in the water, which, as you know, in, in NES, water equals death. Yeah, right? Right, you jump always. into the water, you're dead. Of course. So I'm just, I'm just killing myself hundreds of times <laughs> over and over not realizing, they simply mean beat the level, and then you'll <laughs> find this little ball. But so, Star Tropics was uh, was one of one of my favorite games. I don't. I'll, I'll while you guys are talking, I'll do a little little skim through the internet of, of what people are are saying about their favorite games. See if I can lock down <laughs> my actual favorite one.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, I had a Nintendo briefly. I, well, I say I had. It was my, my, my big brother. I was born in 85, so I was a little bit younger. I was on the back end of the NES. And for me, it was all about the Rescue Rangers game. Uh, oh, was, man. All the Disney games. Good yeah, choice, d- good Duck DuckTales
3: was probably the best for me. I loved the DuckTales game. Yeah, good so choice. Good. Well,
0: I felt like Rescue Rangers, I remember it being the hardest game of all time. But I don't know if that was, I mean, that probably wasn't accurate. I'm sure E.T. takes It's because you enough. suck
3: at video
2: games. It's because,
0: well, I later <laughs> learned that, you know what, I've never actually been good at video games. So that's uh, realization of therapy, coming to I, I would argue that uh,
3: Battletoads is probably the most difficult NES yes, game. Mm, okay.
0: Yeah. Ba-
1: Battletoads you can't even beat if you have a game genie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't think
3: anybody knows work. what happens at the end of that because uh, nobody's ever beat it before. The
1: chasm, man. Gets you every time. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's the, it's those the uh the road warrior where you're
2: on those bikes, man. <laughs> yeah. those, those levels are, and then the snake the snake level was also ah, nearly
1: unbelievable, nearly
2: impossible. Yeah. I was gonna throw out for the Disney, uh, the Disney games. Did you guys happen to pick up the? Oh, I'm trying to think of the name. The Saturday Afternoon Collection or something like that is on Xbox no. right now. No, no but it's got uh, it's got those the the four pack. It's got Ducktales one and two. Rescue Rangers, wow. Darkwing Duck, Darkwing Duck, yeah. and I guess five because Tailspin's on there as well. Can you it buy is, that for me so that my parents will buy me an Xbox? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a steal if if you have a uh, Xbox One, it's it's on there. I don't know if it's on PlayStation or not. Oh, oh man,
3: were you lucky enough to get a NES Classic?
2: Oh, you're darn right, I
1: was. <laughs> <Man>.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've got them both. the The NES Classic was I just did the the stock watch. You know, on oh, on, uh, yeah. on Facebook and Smart. so I was on top of it. I was I was able to get one, nice. and then the the SNES classic they launched, and I just happened to call GameStop, and they had like a couple left. So I wow, I called Gosh. I called the wife, <laughs> <laughs> like, like wife, you gotta head down to GameStop.
0: You have to do this, <laughs> do it now.
2: Yes. That's great. So, so, so she went out and, and was able to secure one for me.
0: So Super Nintendo was your favorite system. So yes. I mean, do you do you possibly have a favorite game for that one, or is it just that as one? Difficult?
2: No, that one's easy. That one's the Legend of Zelda: uh, Link to the mm, Past. Oh, okay, it's, yeah, it's a good. One. It's it's probably the best game of all time. Just like those memories I talked about. i I, I had because I didn't have the Super Nintendo, so okay. it was all the overnights over at my good friend's house. Yeah. In oh the, yeah, the, like, third grade or or whatever that was and just and uh, so for the listeners out there who are not necessarily of our age but they're younger and you grew up in a world of the internet we didn't we didn't have the internet if you got stuck on a game that's You're it. stuck. You got to go there buy Nintendo Power. Not,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: you either buy Nintendo Power or you call their 1-800 hotline <laughs> that charges you $6 a minute. Oh, did what? you guys ever do that? I oh, did. My gosh. I got in so
1: much trouble. <laughs> what a racket. Did you, ever, did you ever get the green light to call that thing? Uh, Meaning, like, from my parents or did I just do yeah. it without telling them? No, I did it without telling them. They found either out that I called later <laughs> when the bill Credit came.
3: Credit card bill, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I'll oh, just bill it to my number. No problem.
2: Yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, that's... That's when they had Nintendo had the racket. I mean, they had yeah. a chokehold on all all aspects of new game information, how to beat games. That's when Nintendo was living large. You're such a monopoly back
1: then.
0: Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. So since I was um, deprived as a child, or just an idiot, <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> probably so, both. Yeah, and I had a Sega Genesis. I had a similar memory. That, and you mentioning Zelda f- with um, with Ocarina of Time because since I had the Saturn. I didn't have the N64, but my friends all had N64s. And Ocarina of Time, for me, is like just one of the best games of all time because of that exact same thing. Going to people's houses and playing it with them, watching them play it. That, yeah. was, that was big for me. Oh, I thought
2: you were going to bring up the water temple.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: oh my gosh! Any water level on any video game is the worst. Yeah, even in the Mario games, the water levels are yeah. so hard.
3: Yeah, I get—I yeah. still get anxiety about the Ninja Turtles. The first Ninja Turtles water level, I get anxiety. <laughs> oh, in the dam, Big, Oh what? yeah, dude. One of my
2: one of my video game claim to fame was when, while little, uh, I made it to Shredder in what? Ninja oh. Turtles. Oh, <laughs> I made it to Shredder, Ninja Turtles. once nice I level. died. Immediately because all my turtles were gone yeah. and I had no health left. Yeah. No more pizza actually, points anymore. I actually got into the room where he was, and
1: it was that, wow. was that was
0: a victory in itself, dude. Is that one of those things where you like tell your friends and they don't believe you and you just can't yes. prove it? Yeah,
1: yes, like you can't it do it now, but somehow you did it
0: then. Yeah, it's not like you can take a <laughs> screenshot or just pull out your phone or anything yeah. like that to prove it. Whip out your Polaroid and take a shot of that. I know
3: you're a big <laughs> on consoles, were you a big arcade guy?
1: Oh yes, Uh, yeah, huge into the arcade. Uh,
2: We had uh, the local pizza joint where, like I said, my dad was a pastor. So every Sunday after church, we would all go to this place called Peter Piper Pizza. It's a local pizza chain. (laughs) I like that. And (laughs) and that's there was we would reign supreme in the arcade, (laughs) and and also I happened to be lucky enough that my my fence backed up. It is a park. And then a shopping mall. Wow. So, of course, <laughs> of course, a shopping mall in the early 90s meant that this thing had an arcade in yeah. it. Yeah, for real. And, and it, was, it was a decent-sized arcade called Pocket Change, and they would always have the new games. I mean, just going there every day after after school, playing Killer Instinct. And, uh, and when they got Mortal Kombat 3 there, and it was always just this huge crowd. So, that was...
3: Yeah, Mortal Kombat 3 was fun. my prime right there with arcades was and it? everything. Yeah. yeah, and Ultimate... Mortal Kombat three, man, you just line up your quarters with that one. Yeah,
0: the arcade was I, uh, the place that you could go to to play like those games you're not allowed to play, like Kombat yeah. like for me. I mean, my dad was also a pastor. I couldn't play anything with blood in it. <laughs> but we went to the arcade. It was free for all.
1: Yeah, I feel like I would stuck uh, up money for like playing Time Crisis and that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah,
2: at at one of the aforementioned Peter Pipers, uh, <laughs> there was there <laughs> there was one where it was a bit larger, so the. It wasn't just one room where you know the kid, the parents can see the the kids at all times playing yeah. in their arcades. Yeah. So there was a, a separate arcade area. So <laughs> I, I was in there and I uh, was not supposed to be playing games like Mortal Kombat. I don't think my parents really knew what they were at that time because I'm not going <laughs> to tell them. Yeah. And my dad walks up because it's the pizza call. It's to say, hey, Mike, the uh, the pizza's here. Mm.
0: So he walks
2: up. <laughs> He walks up literally as I'm inputting Sub-Zero's fatality (laughs) and watches as I tear off a man's head, and he says, yeah, you're not playing that game anymore.
0: (laughs) Should have put in the friendship code,
2: man.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, the (laughs) (laughs) babality.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, so another question we ask every guest, and I I think this... uh, a good kind of a a good way to segue into this question is you were very much into video games and i'm sure back then people told you how it was a waste of time or how it really didn't have any bearing on who you would be as an adult in some form or fashion probably you heard that as a child um how did did any way your kind of obsession with video games form you and shape you as like a successful adult uh
2: 100 percent actually <laughs> well, i have a whole tell- success story for you uh my parents were actually very supportive of what I wanted to do. I mean, my, my other real love growing up was music. So, I mean, it's, your son's either going to be a musician, which is, <laughs> to me, that's just, <laughs> is that a, just a, a waste of time? <laughs> professionally, possibly. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, like, when I was little, at, while my Nintendo was my, my pride and joy, my favorite games were the LucasArts games, the, all the oh, adventures yeah. of the Secret of Monkey Island, Day of the Tentacle. All those, those were those were my favorite games, and I wrote Lucas Arts a letter when I was in I don't know fifth grade or so, and about just wrote you know I'm a f- just fanboying out of I love your company I hope I can work for you guys someday. Unfortunately, this story doesn't end with me working at Lucas. Ah, Arts I
3: was about to that say. would have been <laughs> like sweet. who are we talking to right now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, in my adult life. Once uh, I failed to become a world famous rock star, uh, which is a, its apparently hard. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. Oh, yet, really? But the, the success rate of becoming a famous rock star is very very low. Yeah, huh. I
1: might still do it, I, maybe just for fun.
2: <laughs> yeah. I went I went to college. I went to a tech school, and I got a game. I got a bachelor's in game design. So I went to. Oh, wow! I I thought that was going to be my future was designing video games and it was very apparent about halfway through that my skills as a graphic designer as a 3D modeler as a coder for me to catch up to the professional world was simply not uh, not something that would happen in my lifetime right <laughs> so <laughs> Just i shifted two. i shifted my focus completely over to game audio which I was light years ahead of everyone in the audio department, Ah. so just trying to learn how to do, make compositions for games, work with the tech, and it was gonna be nice that I could speak to programmers and designers. I I spoke everyone's language, and then I was gonna do audio. So the the way I met Jason and Andy was coming out of college, I went to a meeting of, uh, what is it, the International Game Developers Association, and they have small little chapters. And Jason, uh, on the Fantasy Footballers podcast, he was giving a talk at this game design meeting because he owned a local game company. So they they brought him in, and he was talking. And I went and I introduced myself, and it just the timing happened to be right. And they needed a musician, so video games 100% led to my job working with Jason and Andy, which led to this podcast. So wow, yeah, Man, that's crazy, yeah. so in a weird way video games are responsible for me having a fantasy football podcast
0: you hear that parents yeah parents (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let your kids play video games they'll grow up and run successful podcasts and be uh, what millionaires that's why I just assume you are yeah you're a billionaire probably at least Uh, (laughs) at least man. last you counted man that's awesome that's great and you also do the music for the podcast right of course i'm not gonna let
2: anyone do that
0: (laughs) yeah that's that's my world yeah that's awesome that's such a great story of just like turning your passion from childhood into just like and it's just it's not a direct like you didn't become a rock star you didn't technically become like a video game designer per se but like all that led to the steps to where you are now and i would i mean you're happy right now right
2: oh yeah this this job is fantastic i mean the last job doing all the music and sound effects and all that stuff for the game company, I did that about four to five years. Uh, but, and it was a, I mean, that was a great job. Great, easygoing environment. But this this particular job is, is light years ahead
0: of, of even that. So I'm very, very blessed, fortunate, and happy to be where I am. That's great. That's amazing. So i uh, got... Kind of some just some fun questions here, or kind of a f- overarching fun question. It's the desert island question, and okay. the parameters are, and and usually there's three. We'll give you four. There's one movie, one TV show, one album, and one video game. Uh, now you can uh, we can assume already that you can you have the devices to play these things on your desert island. Sure. Uh, we'll make up the rules here, but if you can name, let's just start with, what is that one movie that you would take with you that you would never get sick of from the era of the 80s and 90s? The one movie I would take with me is without a doubt, it's Die Hard 1.
3: Oh, that, great choice. It's, it's, it's my favorite choice. movie. All right, all right, You know what uh, my next question's gonna be.
2: And you, the answer is 100% yes, yes. Every, <laughs> Christmas Eve, <laughs> while I, every Christmas Eve while I'm uh, we, <laughs> me and the wife, because we don't wrap presents. Because mm. every year you tell yourself we're going to be prepared for Christmas, right? Yes. And then every year you you procrastinate, and Christmas Eve you're up till two in the morning wrapping presents. <laughs> but every one of those, I have Die Hard on, and because it is Attaboy. a very festive and, and seasonal Christmas movie mm. <laughs> on top of it being just my favorite movie of all time.
3: Yeah, we recently had an episode where we talked about unconventional Christmas movies and it was basically turned into a debate
0: yeah. <laughs> whether <laughs> Die
3: Hard was a Christmas movie and Gremlins was a Christmas and movie. And Home Alone. Yes.
2: yes. Yeah, yes. Yep. yeah all, the, all the haters out there. <laughs> yeah. not, I mean, it's like Home Alone, it, If if you remove Christmas... Yes, can you still have Die Hard? Of course, you can have some other reason for everyone getting together for a party, for some other reason for all the circumstantial things that happen in Die Hard. But you can do that with Home Alone just as easy.
1: Yep. Yep. That's I true. agree. I'm with you. So it's
0: baked in. It's a part of the movie. Yeah. 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 It's a kind of an overarching theme for the movie. <laughs> yes. I get. Yeah. I get it. Okay. So good choice. Good choice. The next one is TV show.
2: Man. TV show. TV show is going to be a lot harder to think of. Let's see. TV show, man, that you do not get sick of.
0: Yeah. So, and probably one that, like, so it probably went on for a bunch of seasons, I would assume. Sure. You, yeah, you know. do you
3: have the complete set? Yeah, the complete the, se- de- se- <laughs> the complete series a good, of a TV show. qualifier. Yeah.
0: I
2: mean, yeah. uh, you're... You gotta go with something like The Simpsons. Yes. Where, <laughs> yeah, that would be
3: entertained. <laughs> yeah,
2: and you can learn to love the new episodes, sure. and but, <laughs> but it just—I mean—the heyday of it was so good, and there was a stretch for a, a large amount of time where every show was incredible. So I'm going to go Absolutely. with. Absolutely. I, I, it's. I take it back. It's easy. It's The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the answer. That's, that's the, the correct
0: answer for me. I yeah. <laughs> The Simpsons is just a so so key in my development as a human. <laughs> that is my all-time favorite show, so we're in sync there. And well, seasons 1 through 10 is what I tell people. Seasons 1 through yeah. 10. Maybe yeah, the, dabbling a little Shelby- bit in 11, 12. The Shelbyville episode <laughs> yes.
2: is, I, I think, the best <laughs> one. Absolutely.
0: Shake a boy. Um, <laughs> let's go to uh, your favorite album or a, just Ooh, an album you gosh, would take impossible. on a desert island. Sure possible question
2: the album i would take eh, I, i've got it narrowed down to three so I'm, I'm i'm trying to do trying to do that internal debate real fast
0: <laughs> here. well just go ahead well, and say what are the th- what are speak. the three and verbally so, process it here so the band
2: is yeah. no effects they're yes. a punk rock band for for those of you out there who do not they are the uh, punk yeah, rock band the, i should uh, specify I say, yeah top uh, notch there
3: let me guess <laughs> is it is it um is it, uh, what is it called? Drunk, uh, Punkin' Yeah, I, I can never <laughs> say it out loud. <laughs> P- I always punk have to swap, swap the letters. Punk I, and know, I know is, what is it
2: is. <laughs> that one's not actually in consideration. The the three uh, <laughs> that I'm thinking of are a little bit later it's Pump Up the Volume, oh, yeah. War <laughs> war on Errorism, and Wolven Wolves Clothing. Those are the three, which, I mean, surprisingly, are some of their, you know, like that middle to later. Yeah. Later work, and but I'm gonna go with Warren Air Rism. Uh I've I've worn worn that album just to the ground, and I never get sick of it. Even it it, it might surprise some people, <laughs> like you're gonna listen to just really intense punk music. But that's that's the one. That's the one that that brings me joy that and makes sense. also reminds me of those you know, those teenage years driving around and causing mischief. So. <laughs> I'll,
1: so th- that's what I'll go with: war on terrorism. I don't think I realized until just now, like how punny all of the NoFX <laughs> albums. <on> are. <Yeah>. The- <laughs> <laughs> There's like a pun central in there. Yeah, I appreciate. Oh, that. that that yeah, Fat Mike. His if you go through just all the
2: song titles. Oh
3: yeah, that's gold. Uh, he's he,
2: yeah, like the bath of least resistance. <laughs> off, I, mean, I mean that that's what he's all about. So Gosh, fantastic. that's fantastic.
0: Okay, moment of truth here. One video game from any console that you would have to play forever and ever on this desert island, what is it?
1: Do I... Is anyone with me? Ooh. I like <laughs> that qualifier. <laughs>
0: uh, we'll say no.
1: Oh, okay. Ooh, so it's a vent by yourself. Bummer.
0: So it's not Mario Kart. Yeah, not Mario <laughs> Kart, not
1: Super Contra. Man. Because I was going to say it's... If I'm
2: with somebody... Oh, now, now I'm debating—is it Mario Party, two or <laughs> that's a good choice too, <laughs> uh, or uh, Super Smash Brothers 64 Ooh. was uh, my jam? Which uh, yeah, I, I will uh, for your podcast for you guys and for your listeners. I am the greatest Super Smash Brothers 64 player. Oh for. wow! Okay, <laughs> I I,
0: con, I, I never
2: back <laughs> are never, never back down from a challenge, <laughs> and I have I have never failed to live up to a challenge <laughs> and I, I want that on the record <laughs> well uh, done.
0: yeah well and considering how you're talking to someone who couldn't beat rescue rangers uh, <laughs> I don't think you're gonna have much competition uh,
2: <laughs> I mean, it, it got so much to the point of uh, even with the one-player version of of smash brothers I went I can't remember the company but someone keeps track of the you know like the, the high scores for everything the uh did you guys ever see the King of Kong?
3: Yes, I saw that the, one.
2: The documentary. Yeah. It's, it's so whatever company that is that keeps track of the high scores. I had a high score that was better than theirs. Wow.
3: I,
1: Dang. I mean, oh, I, wow. I I sound
2: like a, a ridiculous person right now, but <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> these are my accomplishments. was <laughs> a high score in Super <laughs> Smash was but I was I was very very good. I'm, I'm sure I'm rusty right now, but I will still beat you but
0: hey, (laughs) that that led you to the person, successful person you are now. So there's no shame (laughs) in it.
1: It's all part of the journey.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if it's if it's a one player only, what you what you got?
2: Goodness, there's it's a one player game, and uh, man, I mean that limits the choices because you want to have that replayability of I mean like like Super
0: Mario World.
1: Yeah, that's a good one on sixty four
0: yeah in 60 man I'm so trying to think of it. yeah you what want to even? think through like levels that were just so much fun yeah, to play like true. you don't mind playing the storyline over Mario and over World. again Or
1: yeah. Yeah. Super Mario World and SNES was pretty fun like that was and the super was fun too oh
2: oh I just I just broke your game oh, do no. I, oh, wait, oh wait hold on do I have an internet connection <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're going 80s and 90s so uh, if you have an interconnection <laughs> have it is very yeah it is dial oh that's
2: right 90s 90s I was Because I was going to (laughs) break the game and I was going to go World of Warcraft.
0: Uh, Uh, mm, Ah, I would have broken it. from
1: some island. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, dang it! I don't see when you think you're smart and you've foiled the system. (laughs) Well, I I mean, all right, uh, I'll go. The game I think I've logged the most hours into. So I don't know. I don't even know if that means I could go back and do it again. But that was Final Fantasy Eight. Not seven. Okay. But number <laughs> number eight was the one where I went through and maxed everything out to the point of uh, any any ultimate weapon or uh, I can't think of the the name of the the boss right now. But I was I was so overpowered that I beat every <laughs> single part
0: of that game. Uh, that's a good choice. I mean, that's one of those games that has like hours and hours and hours of of playing time you can put into it. So I think uh, yeah. Hold on. Uh, solid I, I got one more game and I'm checking the. I'm
2: checking the release Uh-oh. date. Okay, i
0: okay.
2: I've, I've got to check, because this one also comes with a, a very fun story. And I cannot find the release date. But anyway, the, this, the anyways to get to the point of the story was... No, it was 2003. Oh, no. What was it? Uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was because a really good one. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic was my gateway drug to multiplayer or, or massive... Multiplayer online. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I had a day where I should say I had uh, several years of my life because I mean I was a musician where I lived literally as a vampire where <laughs> I would wake up at you know 2 p.m. 3 p.m. and then be up all night and go to sleep at early hours of the morning. Yeah. And I had one particular day where I woke up. I immediately started playing. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic <laughs> and I'm playing in late into the night but there's there's supposed to be someone at my house early in the morning and it, it got to the point I'm talking about you know like six seven in the morning it gets to the point where I can't possibly go to sleep because I will never wake up <laughs> before, <laughs> for whatever this person needs to do to help me repair my house so I'm like whatever man I'm gonna I'm gonna push through and I'm gonna keep playing you must press on. A few hours have passed in that morning time span, and we get to the point now where it's like 9 o'clock, and I'm still playing the game, and they have not shown <laughs> up. <laughs> I've, but you've committed. I've, I've, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fully pod committed to this. <laughs> and then they call, and they're like, hey, sorry, we're running behind. We'll be there, uh, you know, between 11 and 1 o'clock.
3: Um. <laughs>
2: I, I played. Nights of the old republic for literally twenty-four hours. Holy cow. Wow. Straight. Just I mean I ate and everything. But yeah. twenty-four hours. That that was the longest session of gaming that I've I've ever recorded. It was one of those like oh, I'm kinda of, kind of proud that yeah. I was yeah. able to hit this this accomplishment. Not very many people I'm sure can yeah, say that's a real they deal. played a game for twenty four yeah. straight hours. But
0: I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it <laughs> made you the person that you are today yeah. like that's, that's just true. a common that's true very
2: very successful it's because like, of this yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah.
0: that's a good sign that it's a good game to have on desert island because clearly if you play it for 24 hours straight you yeah. get it has a lot oh. of potential playing time that's yeah. amazing. it was incredible
1: it's <laughs> yeah. like that one episode of uh south park where they play world of warcraft <laughs> 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 yes yeah i that,
0: that was incredible.
2: also me. I lost <laughs> yeah. a few years of my life to that game. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: yeah I, I saw Friends Live's Damaged because of that game. Oh, we, we won't get in, into that. Marriage has ended. Yeah, so, uh, well, we're just about out of time. Mike, thanks again so much for jumping in on the podcast. I think you had a lot of uh, great memories that I'm sure a lot of people can relate to uh, g- growing up in that era. Uh oh, and gosh. You know, since you even mentioned the Simpsons, that's a winner in my book. That's, and I, I I hope you continue the Simpsons Simpsons references on, (laughs) on your podcast because they do not go unnoticed, at least by me. Um, I want you to, I I slip them in from time to time. Yeah, I want you to continue uh, calling Blake Bortles Bort. I was sad that kind of (laughs) died down.
2: Oh man, that was. Yeah, they
0: because the, the other guys didn't know the reference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're out of Bort license plate. <laughs> My son is also named Bort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks a lot. And uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, you can hit us up on social media at PassForwardCast. Email us if you uh, want to discuss anything we talked about. Uh, PassForwardCast at com. And uh, is there anything else, guys? We're good. You have right. an AOL.com. We do We're we legit. Do. Yeah. we yeah. got to, man. You can't. You can't that be, is legit. The yeah. Era. <laughs> you can't be a retro podcast and have some sort of Gmail account. That's, yeah. that's in the future. <laughs> that doesn't make oh. any sense. <laughs> if you went with a GeoCities, that would be the only oh. thing that could top. Uh, yeah. uh, if only. If only. Or a tripod or something. <laughs> Angel so. Fire or
1: something.
0: Homestead. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, guys. So uh, until next time. Ever
3: dance with a devil in the pale moonlight?
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Follow Mike on Twitter. Do it.
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Mike, right? At FF Hitman is on Twitter, and he's a he's a great follow. Talks a lot about fantasy football, but he was I'm sure is up for talking some retro stuff as well. Is that right, Mike? Or
2: oh, absolutely, man! Always up to talk retro.
0: And Always. check out the Fantasy Footballers podcast. It's super entertaining. I highly, highly recommend it, especially if you play fantasy football. Absolutely. So uh, until next time, later, Snorks.